This is the Moshpit Backstage Podcast for punk, metal and rock interviews and segments. Mosh Pit on Sin 90.7. We're here with Bray from Dear Seattle. Um, so how have you been? You on the road at the moment? Yeah, yeah really well, yeah. Um, we've got a bit of a break now, which is kind of nice. So just got about a week at home. Can't complain. Oh, perfect. Let's start by talking about the Cut You Deep tour. Yeah. You've been touring quite a bit this year already. What can we expect from this new headline tour? Um, I think we kind of just want to step everything up a notch. Like, we, we've done a bit of, like, this support tour with Kingswood, and we did our headliner a bit earlier in the year. Um, so, obviously, like, we kind of need to step it up a little bit more in terms of production. So, I think we're just going to, yeah, push that up a fair bit, get some, like, cool lighting going and things like that. And, um, yeah, really just, like, make it pop a little bit more. So, Cut You Deep is the new single. Tell us why you chose that. Um, so, we actually just won this competition through Triple J on Earth um, to get a music video produced by kids from NIDA. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, when we got that, like, we just kind of started getting into production for that music video, and then we just decided, you know, if we're going to do any song, it may as well be Cut You Deep. It's like the next best one to put out. So, yeah, we decided to do the music video for that, and... Um, turned out pretty great. I was pretty stoked on it. <laughs> How was filming yeah, with um, the resources that Triple J gave you as opposed to some of your other videos that you filmed? <laughs> well, um, the first two were very, very basic. It was really, really interesting to do something a bit more professional and, like, they had a full-on crew, like, lighting camera crew, people with, like, the hazes and stuff like that to make everything look that kind of 70s smoggy feel to it um and yeah it was just really strange to go from what we're used to which is just you know someone walking around with a camcorder or something to that full-on professional setup it was really nice speaking of triple j as well you made their top 10 acts to see at big sound i did catch you guys at crowbar when it was absolutely packed out Um, okay yeah 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 so how was the response from Big Sound? I know that Violent Soho got around you guys as well, which is always cool to see because they're so great. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was really good. It was, it was, I feel exactly what we needed at that point in time because we kind of started building a bit of a buzz for ourselves, like through fans and that kind of thing, but it kind of was that next step to just getting the industry involved and people like mm-hmm. Triple J a bit more on board with us and that kind of thing. So I feel like it was really beneficial um, and especially, like, James from Barnes Soho, we've been, like, in quite a bit of chats with him at the moment. So, um, yeah, it's just been awesome. It's been so, so good. As well as Big Sound, you have a couple more festival slots coming up during the year or next year yep. with Unify and Party in the Paddock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How important do you feel festivals are to creating a fan base and that kind of thing? Yeah, I definitely think it's so important. It's, um, it's one thing to kind of get people to your own shows and sell your own tickets and that kind of thing, but it does make it kind of difficult to branch out and find new fans. So I feel like festivals are the best way to go about that because... You know, you've got fans of similar bands and even different bands who might be interested in yours regardless. Um, just walking around, they might just hear you as they're passing or even just have heard of you and they're like, oh, I may as well check it out. So I feel like it's a really good chance to, like, get out there and get some exposure in front of people that you haven't been in front of before. 
you guys have had a lot of success with your EP that was released earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Is there any plans for more music, an album, another EP? Um, yeah. Yeah, so we're currently just in the process now of writing the debut album, the big Fable debut album. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's really good. Like, I'm, I'm absolutely loving the writing process on this one, just, like, really opening it up to experimentation and just seeing where it takes me kind of thing, not really pushing any particular sound or particular direction. It's just kind of whatever comes out and just seeing how I like it. So, yeah, I'm really, really enjoying all this stuff that we've been getting down now. Are you guys going to be releasing it with a label or anything, or is it going to be independently released? Um, I, it, we, I don't know if I can really say just yet, but um, <laughs> you'll find out extremely soon. Okay. <laughs> Let's just put it that cool. way. Cool. Awesome. So, um, um, yeah, like there's, we're, we're putting it out to someone, but yeah, just keep your, keep your eyes and ears peeled. Sure, we'll all be hanging out. <laughs> so what can we expect from Dear Seattle in 2018? Um, a lot, to be honest. Um, in all the chats that we've had with management and booking agent and everything, everyone's just like, look, next year is going to be flat out, like you're going to be doing so, so much. So I feel like... Obviously, doing the um, the debut album next year, as well as just picking up whatever tours we possibly can, just getting in front of as many people as we can, is really just going to fill the whole calendar. So, yeah, we'll be we'll be everywhere. I feel, and new music will be coming, and yeah, there'll be a lot going on. Awesome, we're looking forward to it, especially on Sin. We love you guys. I just awesome. wanted to <laughs> finish up by asking a question that we asked. Most of our guests, what are yeah. some of your favourite Australian acts? Favourite Aussie acts? Yeah. Okay, um, definitely <clears throat> obvious ones that come to mind are people like Luca Brasi, Smith Street Band, yeah. um, Tired Lion. Um, but I think more like local ones as well, bands like Endless Heights and Oslo and Stumps, which is actually, so our guitarist Simo plays with another band called Stumps, so... If you want some, like, indie rock kind of, punky indie rock, go listen to that. They're amazing. Um, but, yeah, like, there's there's seriously just so many good Australian bands kicking around at the moment. So get out to shows, go see bands, go support them, because they're all great. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, thank you so much. Good luck with everything in the future. Good luck with the tour. I'll be there at the Northcote Social Club. <laughs> oh, awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Ray. Perfect. Thanks for listening to the Moshpit Backstage Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and Omni. To find out more about the show, go to www.syn.org.au slash moshpit. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash moshpitonsin and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at moshpitsin. The regular Moshpit radio show broadcasts punk, rock and male tunes and interviews every Thursday nights on Sin 9.7 on FM and digital radios. Listeners outside of Melbourne, Australia can stream Sin 9.7 online at www.syn.org.au. Thanks to Vintage Ruin for the music. Hi, this is Tomato from Flashgun Apocalypse. Hi, I'm Enid from Girls Go. I am Phoebe Pinnock from Heaven the Axe. Hey, this is Gary Oldman of the Misfits. Hey, this is Kat Sproul from Horizon's Edge, and you're listening to The Moss Pit on Sin FM. Hi, this is Aina from Leopard. 
Hi, I'm Virginia Lilly from the band Lilly. This is Raul from 1349. Hey, what's up everybody? This is Ali from Eberhead. Hey everybody, this is Charlie Benante with Anthrax, and you are listening to the Mosh Pit on Synth. 